The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show. We'll talk about media and other stuff. And before I get started with my Child's Play 2 film trivia, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today. And I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how to critique any sort of media. So how to critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I'll look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a lower rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons will be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part in my review. But if I do get into the um, spoilers, I'll give you a heads up of how long I'll be talking about the spoilers, estimating, so people who don't want the experience spoiled, don't get the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever media I'm critiquing. So for films, I use popcorns, because it's what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers, because that's what you play video games with. And for, and for TV shows, I use televisions, because that's what you play, um, watch TV shows on. The second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray, or of digital iTunes HD, I use it as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous some of the top everything is. Ranting slash stream it is where, for example, if the film has come recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where your local cinema is, and you can wait three or four months for it to come on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services such as Disney Plus or Netflix, then I say rent and slash stream it. Seed Wands is also using the same example where if the film is coming recently in cinemas and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once but then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honour is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever critiquing has great entertainment value and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Child's Play 2 Film Trivia. There are many rumours as to why Catherine Hicks didn't reprise her role as Karen Barkley in the sequel with the popular being that she was pregnant by her husband, Kevin Yeager, who operated the animatronic Chucky doll. But the simple fact was that the director, John Lafia, wanted to make, take the story in a new direction. A direction that didn't include a character, aside from an, un, from an unfilmed 
opening courtroom scene that had her be seen to a mental institution. Despite not reprising her role, she was constantly on set for the sequel to visit her husband. Don Mancini, who was the writer um, for Child's Play 2 and the first Child's Play, stated in an early draft of his script that the film was set during the Christmas season. This would have explained why so many good guy dolls were in the factory during the finale. Chris Sarah Don was originally supposed to um, going to reprise his role as Detective Mike Norris from the first film, but the scenes were cut from the film due to budgetary issues. The good guy doll Tommy is named after original Child's Play director Tom Holland. The events in this story cover a time span of four days. This was composer Graham Revel's first big sym- symphonic Hollywood film score. When asked by the producers if he had done a film score before, he bluffed and said yes. In truth, he had never done a full orchestral score. His breakthrough score, Dead Calm, was written for a much smaller ensemble. A tie novelization to the film was later written by Matthew J. Costello. The author added in some of his own plot scenes exclusive to the novel, such as going in deeper into Andy Barclay and Chucky's past. Chucky is characterized to have an absent father and his abusive mother being a dwarf. Chucky got teased a lot of, because of this and later strangled his mother to death. Also, Chucky was put in special classes when he was younger. The opening credits reveals what's under the layers of the Chucky doll during its reconstruction. Brad Dorff's credit appears at the moment to symbolize the person underneath the plastic doll. Christine Elise McCarthy was 25 years old when the film release was released, although her character Kyle is a teenager. The first of two films in the series where Chucky doesn't use a gun as a weapon, although he does use a squirt gun as a decoy. He doesn't use a gun at all, real or fake, in Curse of Chucky. In the novelization, Andy has a point where he remembers his mom telling him to be a good trooper foreshadowing the third film in which he goes to Kent Military Academy. The director, John Lafia, felt that the movie should be primarily shot, shot from a child's perspective, and more specifically, from Andy and Chucky's perspectives. To achieve this effort, John employs very large, very wide lenses, very low angles, bright colors, and a depth of deep depth of field as he felt this was how the world looked to him as a child. Many have praised the film for the childlike look of the film being its most effective qualities over the years. The voodoo entity Dambala, who Chucky refers to as Mighty Dambala, ruler of life and death in novelization, is hinted to be the god of evil, contradicting both the faith of Chucky's teacher from the first film, as well as the historical mythology of the Lord Dimbala. The novelization of the third film confirms it outright. 
Rather than getting big-named actors of the film, John wanted only cult actors or relatively unknown actors. Lafia had felt they could do better than the original Child's Play. Through his youth at the time, he felt competition with the original in a good way and wanted to make his version and take of the first movie's story that just so happened to be a sequel to it. In recent years, the movie is considered to be the best of the series by a vast majority of fans. The scene where Andy picks up Tommy, that is really Chucky, and opens up the battery and finds batteries inside, is similar to the scene in the original Child's Play film, where his mother picks up Chucky and opens up the battery compartment and finds it empty. Unlike the original movie, Don Mancini was the only writer solely on the film. Because he felt that the character of Chucky wasn't developed to its fullest potential in the first film, Mancini gave Chucky a true personality and played the events of the film off of him. He was also able to reuse several of original ideas from the original film, particularly the classroom and factory sequences, but was still remained confined by the voodoo mythology established by the original movie's director, Tom Holland. While Chucky had laughed a few times in the original movie, this is the first film in the series where Chucky's iconic laugh was fully introduced. This movie and Cedar Chucky are the only films in the series in which Chucky does not get shot at any point. The original movie's ending revealed that Chucky, piece of head and eye, had landed in the vat of molten plastic following Chucky's death. The hunk of flesh would be sucked down into the depth of the plastic where it was carried through the pipes to a molding mechanism. In a burst of steam, the mechanism reveals revealed a bald and eyeless good guy here that grins. It's unknown why it was cut out of the Finless Project, it product. It's possible that the movie would end on a happy note, as Don Mancini mentioned in an interview that he wanted audiences to walk out of the theaters questioning how they how would they bring Chucky back. This ending would be reused for the opening of Child's Play Three. I'm John Scott. This is John's Munia Show on Fish FM, and we're heading into a music break, and I'll see you. After the break.
that was Final Ascent, composed by Hans Zimmer, from the film score of No Time to Die.
and that was Man of Steel, Hans' original sketchbook. Composed by Hans Zimmer, from the film score of Man of Steel.
and that was Myotis, composed by James June Howard and Hans Zimmer from the film score of Batman Begins. Welcome back to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today, but I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today. Otherwise, we'd just be in a room full of computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net, we can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I make a recommendation, I will give a shout out to whoever did so. Hope you've all had a wonderful day at school and or work, and I'll hopefully see you all next time. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and I'll hopefully see you all next week. Bye-bye. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.